ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, this is Ryan Grimm, a reporter for The Intercept and the host of the Deconstructed podcast. With the midterm elections around the corner, there are so many fascinating races that tell us so much about where our politics is heading, but cable news just doesn't have the time or the inclination to get into them. Check out our recent episode about Matt Cartwright, a progressive populist Democrat, trying to hold on to a seat in a Northeast Pennsylvania district that voted for Trump twice. He definitely is running his own campaign. So the fact that he's really pushing ads and messages on economic issues, on entitlements, he knows his district and and he's working it. And to be honest, I think Democrats would be a lot more successful this cycle if they pushed those issues. Check out Deconstructed from The Intercept, wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Welcome to the Lifestyle Lounge with Liz and Michelle. Enjoying life in our 50s, we're also empty nesters looking to reinvent, reset, have fun, and talk about topics that affect us, our kids, and our families. So grab a cuppa and join us on the sofa for a chat. There's always room for one more. We're not tech savvy, but we do our best. It's a learning curve. All bumps, clicks, and noises are our own. Come on in and have a seat. So welcome back, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you all. Did you have a wonderful time over the festive period, Liz? Do you know, we did. It was really good fun. Good. And that sounds really bad. I wasn't wasn't expecting it, but it was particularly pleasant. Yeah. Yeah, As you know, I don't like Christmas so much. I really enjoyed it. That's wonderful. Yeah, I loved having the kids back. And as we talked about on the last episode, got them a bit more involved. They're all cooking, making cocktails and helping out and... It was just so nice to have that vibrancy and loudness in a the house. buzz in the house. A buzz, exactly right, yeah. And I, no, I enjoyed it. it nice good. to see them go as well, I'll be honest. It's very nice to come down in the morning and find that the kitchen counter is still clean and there hasn't been a party for one, two or ten down yeah, there. That trail of glasses. Going around all the bedrooms trying to collect glasses every day is ridiculous. They don't believe in washing up. They really don't. They really don't. I must admit, it's so quiet now that they've gone. I'm really glad we're doing this. I'm really glad we've made plans like we talked about in in the last episode, trying to make sure that January and February, we have things to go to and plan and do. So I think that's really helping. I did have that emptiness moment when they went. I had a bit of a cry, I'll be honest. Mm. But as I say, got plans now because we've, we've thought about it last year. We thought about it. New Year. We're so lucky. We, yeah. we got, you know, we are lucky. We're lucky. We've got so much to look forward to. And I feel much more positive about it. You seem so positive. Yeah, I must say, you, you just seem like you're so full of energy these days and so positive. Well, it could be that vitamin D that we talked about. Every, that- every particular ch- chance to get out. I'm out there facing the sun. Me too. Not me there's too. much sun around, but, but it, it's good. You know, that's. I have been doing it. Yeah. Been- and you know, vitamin D is good for weight loss, apparently, too, which we will come on to in a minute. And you had some success with selling some party pieces, didn't you? I did on Vinted. Fantastic app. Highly recommend it. I sold two pieces before Christmas, one after Christmas. And I'm selling for a friend now as well. 
That's wonderful. I, I confess I haven't quite done that because I want to just do some reorganization and get some stuff out of my wardrobes, but I'm absolutely planning to do it this month. So looking forward, it's hardly unique to talk about weight loss this time of year, is it? But we want to have a bit of a reset, look at stuff in a really healthy way, maybe ditch the diet word. But also we want to look at losing weight with a twist. And the twist is, unfortunately, I can't exercise basically at all at the moment because I'm waiting for hip replacement surgery. Liz can exercise. But she's lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're both lazy. So this really works for us. We want to make some changes, but physically and (laughs) maybe to some extent mentally, (laughs) we're not necessarily gym bunnies and not really like jogging the streets. We want to find, it's not a quick fix, but an easier way of doing it. Mm. Do you know, I hate the word dieting. It's not dieting. It's all about weight loss and just healthy living, mentally and physically, she said. We're offering, showing, illustrating role models to our kids. What giving a, we're just bad role models if we keep saying we're dieting all the time. My, I, for years, I've been saying to the kids, you know, I'm on a diet. And they go, Mum, you're not. You're not on the diet. You're just thinking about it. And that's the whole point. This year, it's all, for me, it's all about healthy weight, weight loss, healthy living, and manageable surely manageable call it lazy there's no point in me going out you know 100 miles an hour trying to do something i won't do it take it in small stages small steps small bites and i think i will do it in fact i am ready so yeah it's like everybody approaching january is dry january i can't do that i'm a failure (laughs) you're not a failure because you're, you're setting yourself up to fail well exactly so i'm going to pursue a moist january (laughs) all to their own (laughs) because i know that if i allow myself a drink here you know a glass of wine there then i can reduce it a lot and be more healthy and as you've said in the past a glass of red wine is not terrible it's not red wine a glass well the french they don't drink to excess but they have a glass of wine small glass of wine with most of their meals Mm. well i'm going to reduce it even more than that but i mean at the weekend you know, I'd quite like to have a glass of wine with dinner. But, you know, with the kids gone now and husband traveling back with work and stuff, I've got a little bit of time where I can drink a herbal tea in the evening and just not, I think it's habit as well. You know, you get to six o'clock and you think, oh, you know, is that the, is that the sound of the corkscrew coming out the drawer? Now, clearly, exercise combined with a healthy lifestyle is the way to go. And Please, you know, we're not advocating any one way to do it. And you should always consult with your doctor as well if you're going to embark on a diet. But I need to drop some weight before I have some surgery in a couple of weeks. And as I can't exercise, I really need to do it the lazy way. <laughs> hence fantastic, the la- Fantastic excuse. <laughs> I know, but it's true. It's, so hence the lazy weight loss. So I've got two weeks to get rid of some Christmas indulgences. And I've got to confess that i pretty much ate my body weight in cheese and quality street <laughs> oh but that's lovely though isn't it it is i mean why not you know you can indulge a little bit at christmas so i got myself a little bit of a christmas gift which arrived monday and i know that you're doing the same thing as well bought myself a digital scale which connects to an app so that i can in full blazing glory see how many areas i'm read in so Liz and I are fairly competitive on this, I think, aren't we? Well, I think, well on this, that's about the only thing I'm competitive on, actually. It's, it's weight loss. But it's 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 both horrifying and fun. As you said, it's like a traffic light system. You've got red 
green and I think there's amber in between. But if it's not, I think there is. If I'm halfway through, that's amber. It's frightening, but really, really motivating. Mm. And it's not just about weight as a whole. It's also about you know, your visceral fat and your bone mass and, and all those things that I don't necessarily understand, but I do understand colours. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's not 100% science. It's not, they're not perfect. I was talking to my son about that who's studying science. But it, it's it's a real, as I said before, it's a good way of motivating us. Whether it's totally true doesn't matter. We know, but we want to reduce most of the stuff that's on there. I don't want to be there. red anymore. No, no. At I the very least, I want to be amber. And and in an ideal world, I'll get a little bit of green in my future too. You, you've got green in there, don't you? You've got some good stuff uh, in there. My big toe <laughs> is green. <laughs> <laughs> no, the rest of me needs to yeah. to follow yeah. up. Yeah, it, they are fantastic. Highly recommend getting them. Are you sure you want to record this weight the <gasps> other day? God, that was terrible. I literally got on the scales for the first time in about a week after Christmas, and I'd put on so much weight. He actually said, do you want to record this weight? Because you have put on, I'll be honest, four pounds. Can this be correct? And, and it, it was. was. <laughs> <laughs> but it was insensitive. So it really has made me go, I've got to do something about this. And I know so many people say, don't weigh yourself every day. But it does make you want to do something about it. If you've lost a little bit of weight, it's fantastic and it inspires you. If you put on weight, it also inspires you. Well, look, talking about inspiration, I decided to start my lifestyle healthy changes with this diet that I'd seen on Emily in Paris. So have you seen the second season? I have. Yeah, they talk about the magical leek soup diet. I'm like, what? What's this about? So I did a bit of research. And I know this is in a book that you have loved for years, that French women don't get fat which we'll we'll have to turn to a bit more as well, I think, in future episodes because they've got some cracking advice. It's just common sense, but it's brilliant and it works. It's working for me. So French Women Don't Get Fat by Mireille Giuliano. Oh, Liz, let's get her for an interview if we can, please. She would be amazing. She would. So I looked up the recipe and it's only two days. Basically, you just boil some leeks and you survive on veggie water for a couple of days. So you don't even eat the leek. You just well, you, you do eat the leeks a little bit. I didn't. I didn't even manage to eat all the leeks. I've got to say. So leeks are diuretic, and they were not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I do realise that most of the weight that I lost was water weight because I was up both nights between six and ooh, maybe nine times a night. Not kidding. It inspires you to lose more weight. I lost weight. Do you want to know how much I lost? Oh, please. I lost six pounds. Wow. In two days. That's a lot of water. So I guess that's why you can call the wee-wee diet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was peeing for the nation. It was an Olympic sport, but it worked. But the main thing is, so I did put on a pound the third day when I started eating somewhat normally, but I'm already down five pounds, which gives me, you know, a head start on losing some weight, doesn't it? As I said when I saw you earlier, not being rude, but you have, you can see you've lost some weight. It's, it's off your face, so you know. That's why you're my friend, Liz. <laughs> you're supposed to say it back again. <laughs> oh yeah, and so have you. So have you. So much I hardly recognised you. But I'm not on the wee wee diet. Well, what diet are you doing then? I'm not dieting. Oh yeah, not yeah. dieting. Not I'm, using the die with the T word. Exactly. I'm just going for the healthy weight loss regime. So my my way of weight loss is, believe it or not, French way. The French style of eating, which is smaller amounts not snacking and eating pleasurable food. Mm -hmm. 
But you're using like cream and butter and stuff. Well, it is, yeah, because now I've actually started to cook. And that was, you know, anyone listening to the podcast a few weeks ago would know that I didn't cook before. I've started to cook and actually enjoying it. And that's as a result of this podcast because you're trying it out and loving it. Yeah. So I'm doing sort of, you know, yeah, mushrooms with with cream, which means you don't have to have the carb because that feels like a carb. So you don't need the potato or the pasta with, with, you know, if you have meat or something. And it it just does seem to work. So another way that I found, which, again, the French do, is having a, a starter, a small starter before your main course. I found soup, a couple of ladles of soup. You actually eat it, you almost full up. So when you get to your main course, you don't need much. Great way of... Yeah, maybe maybe not with the bread, though, with the soup. Well, that's it, because if you go to a restaurant, I don't know about you, but I sit there while I'm looking at the menu or waiting for our main course, and I mindlessly eat two or three bits of bread, often with butter on. Don't need it. Mm, it's good. It's really it good. good. But, but another thing also is I discovered if you cut up an apple or a banana... Yeah. You think you're having a meal. So if you get, if you, instead of having a biscuit in the afternoon or something, you, you know, just cut up an apple. It, it, you feel like you're having a meal. And sit down to eat it. That's the other thing that French women do. They never walk around eating, do they? I think I once heard that you'll never see a French woman walk down the street eating. Uh, and they're not supposed to, I don't know if it's true, but they're not, they're meant to have a proper lunch break. They're not allowed to sit at their desk and eat lunch. Yeah, they have to get up and go out. Do they have to go and go. have a proper meal? Whether that's changed over the years, yeah. but certainly, I think mindless eating is a real thing. You're you're absolutely right. I'll do that. I'm I'll have everyone sitting at the kitchen counter and they're all eating, and I'll be standing because I'll grab something to eat, and then I'm turning around to do something at the sink. And I turn back, and and then you think you haven't eaten. Yeah. Then you sit down and have a meal. Yeah. Even just having a cup of tea sitting in a chair, that's got to be good for your mental health as well. To just disconnect for a second and allow yourself a, a bit of breathing room. It's just slowing down. I think about it. You know, and it's also having a glass of water before a meal. Filled you up. Simple. We'll have six glasses of water a day. That, not, I mean, that should not be one easy. <laughs> but it, it isn't difficult. Six glasses. If you think about it, if you have a drink in the night as well, I don't know about you, but I wake up thirsty, which is another whole topic. But I forget about drinking water sometimes. So I th- you've got a really good journal, haven't you, where you just tick off each time you have a glass of water and then, boom. It tells and me, And also, yeah. when you look back, you can look at what your weight was and how you drank water and, you know, pat yourself on the back for even if you've lost a couple of pounds. It's great. And you also can sort of write things down that you want to buy for when you're cooking. Because the other thing is planning ahead for food. Not the weeks ahead, but planning, say, two or three days ahead. I know some people are incredible and just say, they book, you know, whole week's meal planning. I'm not like that. Our family's not like that. But two or three days, just say, I'm going to get out of the freezer, this meat or this one. It really is working for me. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. And therefore, I'm cooking proper meals. And I say, I'm cooking proper meals. Yay. In fact, my husband and I were fighting over the oven last night because I wanted to cook. That is brilliant. That's so cool. I'm quite proud of myself. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. Oh, I'm proud of myself because, you know, I'm trying not to drink so much alcohol. I showed my daughter this actually. Normally, if there's, you know, dare I say, if there's half a bottle of wine left in the fridge, I think, well, I'll, I'll drink that and then I'll stop drinking. But instead, I poured it into um, a freezable sandwich bag. There was some red wine and some white wine. I poured them both into separate bags, zipped them up, put them in the freezer, and now I've got liquid, you know, I can defreeze it defrost it thank you Liz you can defrost it and I can use it in a like a risotto or spag bog or something in the future so I didn't drink those calories or if you're desperate you've got no bottles of wine in the fridge I can have a popsicle (laughs) fantastic idea (laughs) I've never done that have you not no 
You haven't? Well, I thought you had, had frozen, frozen wine. wine. No. Oh, my God, frozen. No, this is another. No, <laughs> I'm not going down this rabbit hole. No, because no. then I'll stop thinking about it. I remember, but, you know, you put vodka in melon. Yeah. Or yeah. watermelon. I've done that, you know, but never had frozen popsicle wine. Oh, fabulous. All right, Liz, let's concentrate. <laughs> sorry, focus, Back focus, on focus, healthy. On healthy, sorry, back healthy, yeah. Healthy. Going, yeah, talk about, yeah. Do you know, that reminds me, a really good diet hack. What? <laughs> put a post-it note on your fridge. Or in your case, the freezer, saying don't drink or eat something in the fridge. So, you know, I it, I have them in the fridge, the little post-it notes. Well, actually, the kids put like, something. Back off. Sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I thought she told me to back off the microphone. No, back off from the food. <laughs> no, I just got big notes. No. It says no. Because, you know, you don't need any more than that. No. But you may, maybe you mean no, don't drink. But I have, I just have no. And it works. It's, it's a psychological thing, isn't it? It's, it, it's the whole point is... We don't. We know we shouldn't be doing it. We don't need to be screamed at. We just need a little hint. For another, it's not a hint, but it's it's portion control. Yeah, it's kind of obvious, really, isn't it? But we all over. Well, we do because we don't know. I've, you know, especially new to cooking, I've no idea how much pasta you should use, and I've discovered it's sort of fifty six grams. Oh, oh, I have a hack for that. Do Got you? a hack for that. You know, the pasta serving spoon or no. the one that you pull things the spaghetti out of the pan with. It's got holes in, and that, believe it or not, if you poke the spaghetti through there when it's dry. Not when it's cooked. What, individual holes? No, just, you know, like one large hole. That is the right amount for one person of spaghetti. Yeah, it's like about a 5p size or a quarter in American money. But it's it's in the spoon and it's the exact amount that you should be aiming for. That's not much pasta, is it? It's not much pasta, I'm afraid. That's probably why you put the weight on. Yeah. It's a little bit more difficult with penne to thread <laughs> that through the spoon. <laughs> Yes, that's true. How do you well, you weigh it, don't you? But yeah, yeah fusily. <laughs> you twist it through. Be okay with orzo, though. You get loads through. Oh, yeah, a ton of orzo. Oh, that's what we'll eat. Yeah, so it's just for spaghetti. But I think that's a really handy little hack. I'm going to buy one. Mm. So, of course, the other really, well, I look at it as lazy, is intermittent fasting. Because basically, just have a lion and don't eat breakfast till really late. And then don't eat dinner too late either. But obviously, that's a lot easier if you're not getting kids off to school or, you know, you're down in the kitchen really early. But if you're empty nesters or living at home alone or whatever you are, for me, I have found that my stomach has gradually got round to the idea of not having anything until, apart from a cup of tea, obviously, I'm British, that has to be done, but not until about 10 o'clock, sometimes 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm okay I, with that. I've got to 12, 1 o'clock now because... I've trained my body or my tummy or whatever it is, but I do have a glass of water at night if I'm watching TV and I've, I've determined not to eat past, say, 7, 38 o'clock. Just have a glass of water. It does fill you up. I've been having hibiscus tea. I love that with manuka honey. It's, it, I kind of like to think of it almost like a cocktail, a non-alcoholic cocktail. It's really nice. Now, the whole point is, you know, where does the fat go? Well, I was always told, like, if you're exercising and you're sweating... That is fat crying. There you go. Which I like, don't you? I think I that's. I love that idea. Yeah, but I think it, probably you're more right. And it just no, it's, it goes through water, so to speak. So you either sweat it out, wee oh, it yeah. out, or through carbon dioxide. So we are you talking, breathe it out. We are losing weight by talking. I feel like three or four pounds lighter already. That's just because we talk a lot of hot air. <laughs> exactly. But well, there you go. We're doing. We're doing. We're doing it. Lazy exercise. That is lazy, isn't it? Just talking. That's about the ultimate in lazy exercise. But do you know where the first lot of fat goes from when you start losing weight? 
uh, on me, maybe my fingers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, Nowhere of any not, use. Yeah, it is good that it goes from your organs first, around your liver, your your kidneys or whatever, and then it shows you on your body later. I think that's probably why I give up half the time, because I don't see the... You know, so you've lost weight on the inside, inside. but it mm-hmm. doesn't show on the outside. Yeah. So you know the Fit app I've got on the phone? Yeah. You know, we compared the fiscal fat versus the other well, fat I can't mention, I can't, I can't pronounce. Sub, sub, Subcutaneous. Fat. My visceral fat's okay. Is that visceral? Oh, visceral. <laughs> yeah, you know, the big one with me. My fat's okay, my, which is quite pleasantly surprising. So obviously I've lost the weight inside, but it's still on the outside. <laughs> And no. I'm going to believe that. <laughs> I think I'm tiny on the inside. <laughs> I've just got a larger exterior. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing I'm going to try, which is a bit different, and it's gastric band hypnotherapy. Gastric bands? Isn't that the stuff when they cut something out of you? Yeah, well, they don't. So you think they do. That's the whole point. So it's a three-week program. And basically every afternoon or whenever you choose, it's 30 minutes listening to a hypnotherapy session and they use suggestion and visualization and cognitive behavioral therapy techniques. So you become convinced after going through the different stages, including pre-op and kind of imaginative surgery, where you can even choose your surgeon. I was going to go for George Clooney. (laughs) And um, you've got to do a food diary as well. So you are kind of looking at the triggers of why you put on weight and to just retrain your body. But uh, that's lazy to me. I can have my nap in the afternoon and get skinny. Sign me up. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, shouldn't say chicken dinner. So what do you reckon? Are you in? Oh, God, sign me up. (laughs) I will. Actually, I already have. (laughs) Thank you. No, I know I definitely need to lose weight. No, no, no. Just like... Comrades. Oh, no, it's lazy, lazy, darty. I'm, I'm in, in for it. I'm All right. Tired. Lazy yeah. it is. Yeah. Right. Next. So to be honest, I know we're sort of taking a, a multi-pronged way of looking at this healthy lifestyle. And it used to be more important to me that I knew what worked. I don't care. As long as it works. <laughs> Precisely. As long as something works, you know, I'm going to give it all a bit of a go. And Honestly, none of it really requires a great amount of effort. It just it requires commitment, not effort. But again, if you can exercise, do it. But if you can't, then there's still ways around it. So, you know, whatever works for you is the best. If you do it with a friend, it's much easier. It brings out the competitive side of us. I'm not really competitive, but when it comes to weight loss, I am. Yeah, it makes you accountable too, doesn't it? And actually talking about accountable... And this also goes along with that incredibly lazy theme. <laughs> we were having three P's, our suggestions of plan, purpose, and people. In the spirit of laziness, we're going to drop that to two. <laughs> yeah, we seem to be talking P's a lot at the moment. But anyway, diuretic or not, our two P's for this podcast are... Plan and purpose. Yeah, plan and purpose. So what's your plan? But I'm keeping it simple this this month. It is January. So when watching TV, do some sofa squats. When the commercial breaks come on, play one for about, what, two minutes? Do five or ten of those. You're done till the next break. So the squats where you, you stand up without using your yeah, hands. Yeah, I'm not that lazy. <laughs> you don't <laughs> lift up the sofa. <laughs> and I don't just sit on the sofa and just pretend. And it's not lifting your mug of tea five times. No, it's not. No, it's, no. it's, it's yeah, just just do that. So st- so raise to standing and then sit down again. Do that ten times. Five commercials. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. And if you do that every day, and if you watch lots of TV and it's if it's dark, 
you're going to watch more TV, you probably get quite a bit of exercise in. Yeah, so during bad weather, you're still doing something. It's kind of lazy, but it's yeah. kind of just a little bit. And if you want to do a bit more, do some leg, whatever you call them. Presses, lifts. Yeah. Lifts, lifts, that's it. Leg, yeah. We were born to be in the gym, you we and I, were. weren't we? Yeah, but, you know, just experiment. Yeah. We're not, you don't have to follow exactly what we say, but try something. Yeah, just get up and move around a little bit, perhaps. Well, that's what, yeah. It's exercise. Just a little bit here and there. Build it into your routine. And you said even when you're cleaning your teeth, you're trying to just, you know. Yeah. I'm on my toes. Doing, well, that's because you're trying to grow. That's what I was going to say. You won't grow anymore. <laughs> but it's really good for you. The Japanese apparently do it. And what about purpose? Well, for my purpose, I love doing a vision board at the beginning of every year. And I don't know if you're into law of attraction or, you know, putting out positive vibes. But every year, I, me and my kids actually do a little like photo montage on our computers of just keep it simple. It doesn't have to be, you know, 15 resolutions. It's not like New Year's resolutions. It's more just what do you want to achieve? Where would you like to be? What do you envisage in your job or your career or with your family? So weirdly, my son did this when he was applying for college. He he just picked a, an image of a, a college, uh, like quadrant or something that he would love to be at, turned out... And he didn't even realise it was the same one. He got into this very same college. Oh, spooky. It was ridiculous. And he didn't even know until he went to the college and then saw this this particular quadrant that was pictured. It's like, that's freaky. Anyway, that doesn't always happen. <laughs> you can't just rely on college <laughs> applications on your vision board. But I do like to put it so it comes up on my phone and my computer screen. So it just reminds me that you know, it's not like I want to achieve, I don't want to, you know, so how often does it come up on your screen? Every time I turn my phone on. Oh, that is good. That's and every time I open my laptop, which tends to be quite a lot, but just reminds me of where I want to be and oh, I like what I want that. to do. And, you know, it might be a lovely picture of a beach or picture of family or, or just things that I want to, you know, keep in mind throughout the year. It's really Aspire positive. to some of it. And yeah. Some of it just to, to make you realise that you're lucky. Yeah. You've got a picture of your family, you're not seeing them because they're away. Yeah. And I do feel really lucky and really positive. So next time, we're going to be looking at a little word. I don't know whether we coined it or Liz coined it, but parenting. <laughs> we, we did. I didn't. I, I stole it from somewhere. But it's about caring for your parents. It's it's our age, isn't it, when we're going to be, well, we are, looking after our, our parents. Mm, as they get older and they need more of our support and we need less of their support. So we're going to be um, talking about that and looking at ways of making that sort of a more positive transition for them and how we can help them uh, as much as possible so make it enjoyable i think yeah. i think i don't know about you but it, it's it's, all, it's a dread it's dread for me i'm, I'm worried about this happening to me as well as yeah. we get older my mum might listen to this so i love every second <laughs> no but it, it, yeah. it can be it's it's a drain on your time but you want to have positive time with your parents but also they're very worried about you know transitioning to uh sheltered accommodation so we're going to be talking about what it's like getting older the transition for ourselves and our parents and how we interact and how mm. it works yeah make life a bit easier for all of us and enjoyable I keep going using that word enjoyable but it's true yeah and it's really surprising i've heard of so many people including my mother and including other friends parents who have dreaded the idea of moving into a home or leaving their family home after many years but it's a new chapter they can make new friends have new activities and if they're not leaving that home then how can we help them more 
you know, treasure their memories and look forward to the future. So on that note, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Lifestyle Lounge. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you left a review. Just open the podcast app, tap our cover art and scroll to the bottom to leave your comments. And please feel free to get in touch with us with topics and ideas you'd like to hear about via our website at www.lifestylelounge.co.uk. See you on the sofa soon. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. These days, we're confronted with an overwhelming and seemingly endless array of devastating news. With the midterm elections right around the corner and the future of America ever uncertain, it's time for you to join me, John Arola, on my show, The Damage Report, which will be your life raft, helping you not only navigate the headlines, but truly understand the damage caused by the corrupt establishment, politicians, corporations, and everything in between. Don't just take my word for it. Join in on the fun of the Dragon Squad, where you can become part of our wholesome and amazing community. Create your very own dragon nickname that fits your unique personality and collaborate with fellow progressives in a variety of fun and exciting ways. Listen to The Damage Report on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.